G'day ladies and gents, welcome to Life of Mine, the go-to mining podcast. And before we get into this, I'll remind you all of the Life of Mine Christmas party that's been held at Ed's Sports Bar in South Frio, 2 o'clock, Sunday 1st of December, and we have a very special guest attending that I've paid a big appearance fee for, David Tucker. So if you're keen to come have a beer with myself and Tucker, come on down, it's open invite, anyone that's a listener, please come and have a yarn. I'm going to fill a massive tub full of ice and bush chooks, Tasman safety and training, and chucking on a keg of Swanee D's. Burger bar for when you want to feed Should be awesome fun So just click the going button on the Facebook event Absolutely can't wait for it It's going to be a good good fun session for mining And anyone else that wants to come along Hopefully a few of the previous big wig uh, interview guests might attend So Bill Beamant and Shane McClay might come and put a few thousand on the bar for us Hopefully And also the Tagged Off project is in development Which will be commemorating all mining folk that aren't with us anymore anymore so the website development functionality it's in creation it's going to be a great thing for the industry there's a facebook page going for it so make sure you like it and share some names of mining folk that you've that have passed away for whatever causes mining non-related whether you've worked with them or not so because i'm getting a list together now and just give us a hand if you can so and also chucking a donation to the gofundme page if you don't mind any amount is appreciated and much thanks to all those who have donated already so there's the toolbox issues so for today's episode we've uh, got a pretty a pretty amazing mining sheila this chick is an absolute bloody superstar not just as a miner but a minor mum combined and i'm not talking about someone that's had a kid and returned to work once they've hit high school good old loretta patterson is doing it all at once she's gone through the ranks and now getting trained up on the jumbo while taking a young bloke to work with her for one week of swing and getting up at 4am to drop him off to daycare each day. It's just an absolutely unreal story and wait till you hear about how she found out when she was up the duff. Absolute cracker, trust me. You'll never complain about anything ever again after you hear what Loretta does day in day out. So let's hear what the super mining mum has to say. Let's get into it. Copy your shift boss. Okay, radio check. Yeah, radio's working fine. Yeah, copy your personnel. Yeah, copy, mate. Yeah, stitch her up there. Thanks, mate. Yeah, right, hey, copy that. Right, we're on. G'day, Loretta Patterson. Or more, more retalious at hotmail.com. Oh how how good is the 15-year-old, uh, 15-year-old email address you're still maintaining? Oh, it's not very appropriate for a 30-year-old. It, it looked but, good on a resume, wouldn't it? Oh, it looks shocking, especially <laughs> when people ask, oh, have you got an email address? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Bit, yeah, a bit, here it is. <laughs> yeah, a bit, are you a bit daunted by the, by the task of going down the Gmail route, are you? Oh, it's, I don't know, just too hard. It still works, so... <laughs> Yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yep, why not? How's the uh, so you you how much you juggling in your hands at the moment between this uh, bit of a podcast interview and a child and uh, dropping dropping the hubby off to the airport? How's the morning been so far? Oh, yeah, a bit hectic. So he he's usually gone at six, and then they've decided to change his flight. So yeah, he wants to go down and. Oh, oh, we'll get this done, we'll get that done. And I'm like, yeah, well, I've still got to go home and sort my stuff for this interview. <laughs> and plus, you're dumping the kid on me. So, <laughs> you're right. You're flying out. You're going to work. It's all good for you. Yeah, oh, exactly. We've got the uh, – that's what the missus says to me all the time. She's just like, I would go away for a week any time you'd ask me to, like to go <laughs> go Fifo, just get – get me dinner cooked for me work 12 hours whatever that's the it's uh that's the easy part and we look we're gonna you you've got a bloody the we did the fifo wives episode yesterday and this um it was funny on the facebook post this some bloody woman got on there and started giving a giving a bit of lip saying um oh the or something the struggles of these the struggles of these women doing what the rest of us do plus in addition to fifo and i was i I had a few cans under my belt i was going to go on a social media rampage but i'm like haven't it's just thinking haven't i got the answer for you tomorrow 
And oh, that's uh, that's God. you. You got a old oh, Posy. Posy's dobbed your story into me. He gave me a bit of um, a bit of ammo to fire at you, all in a po- oh. in a positive way. So yeah, which would be good. Where'd you work with old Posy at? Um, he done a very short stint at Talanga and then pulled the pin. So yeah, I think he was on crew for maybe oh, two swings, and then he was like, "Yeah, I'm out." Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. Oh, nice. Where so? Where are you? What's your sitch at the moment? You you're obviously still still working, juggling everything. Um, yeah. So I'm out uh, at Talanga with Piper um, at Charters Towers. Yep. So, yeah, two and two. Um, yeah, take the young fella out with me. Oh, so you still you're still, and this is this is the this is the amazing part. So for, we'll. We'll go back to the go back to the start. How long? How old is your young fella? Um, he's two and a half. Two and two and a half. Did you? How much yeah. time did you actually? Did you have much time off work or at all when you um when you had him? Um, I had a little bit off. Um, so they pretty much didn't want to fly me over seven months. So um, I got sent home early. So I pretty much hung around home for a couple of months and then had him and um, probably had oh, 12 months off. I was like, all right, I'm pretty much out of savings. I better start looking for work. Because <laughs> yep, yep. do, so, do they have maternity leave with um, like mining contractors? No. Well, the, the thing that stuffed me was I'd only just gone back to burn cut, so I hadn't quite racked up another 12 months with them. So I wasn't eligible for maternity leave. Okay, yep, yep. Um, so the government paid me a little bit for a while and, yeah, I was like, oh, well, I had a fair bit when I come back from West anyway, so I lived off that and um, I thought, oh, well, better have a look for some work and I got a job uh, in a nursing home because I thought, oh, well, there's there's no no way I'm going to go back mining. I can't now. I've got this little fella. And- well, nursing homes, are the that's the logical place to look after you get out of mining, isn't it? Well, that's <laughs> where I started, actually. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I went back to what – because I, I never knew anything. That's all I knew. So I was like, all right, I'll go back to this. Um, and then, yeah, I've probably done just three weeks with them and then uh, – yeah, Pi Bar gave me a call and said they needed people. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I can't really do anything. I've got a, a kid with me. And they're like, no, nah, come out the Charters Towers. We'll have a yarn. We'll see what we can do. They were fully aware that I had a young fella with me. And they were like, right, I will work it like this so, you know, we can get you on. Yeah, no. So here, oh, this is going to be just, I guess, mind-boggling to hear. How, how the hell do you still do... FIFO or drive? Are you are you FIFO or you drive drive up there or fly up there? Um, I drive in and out. So yeah, uh, Charters Towers is about an hour and a half from Townsville. So oh, so yeah, you live we, in Townsville? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We we just they put us up at the pub while we're there. So yeah. So you drive yeah. in and out, and what what do you do? So you're obviously still doing twelve hour shifts. How yep. what sort of babysitter's going to be? Uh, going to be available from 4 a.m. I'm sure there is one. What? How the uh, hell do you do it? She is a godsend. I've got, like, the best daycare mum. So um, how it works is, like, Troy and I are on, like, staggered rosters. So you're so, on staggered two and twos, are you? Yeah. Yep. yep. So um, I'm on day sh- – I'll go in for day shift. I'll take uh, Gus with me. So um, – He'll be there f- with me for the week um, and then uh, shift change. I drive home to Townsville and basically pick Troy up from the airport, drop Gus off, drive back that day and then I do my night shifts. So then Troy's home, he's beginning, he's two weeks off, he's got Gus and then I can go back and do my week and nights and then come home. Mate, oh, I'm I'm bloody breaking out in a sweat here, just um, <laughs> getting me head around this. That's a, that's unbelievable. So on your shift change, so let me get this right. Yeah, so you finish day shift, and then yep, you'll have a you'll have a snooze, drive that day to and from Townsville, and then go straight on the night shift. 
Yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll pick him up. Um, we get back from the mine around seven. I'll pick him straight up from um, the daycare mum. We drive straight back to Townsville. So we'll get back about nine that night. Um, we stay the night at home, pick Troy up uh, about 10, 11 in the morning on uh, the, the night, like due, I'm due to go on night shift. So yeah. um, hang at home for a bit pretty much just drive straight back to charters and then go on to night shift. Well, mate, the question I have to ask is why? Why would you, someone want to put themselves through what you're going through? You must love mining. I Yeah, I do. I've, I've always wanted to be in it at, from probably, I don't know, when I was about 16. We lived in Orange and mum uh, worked at Cadia, um, as a cleaner and she used to get like free tours and stuff. And I remember going when I was little, like we went on a tour through Cadia and just seeing the dump trucks. I was like, wow, I'm going to drive one of them one day. Yep. Yep. And, um, yeah, I just, I kind of put it to the side and life went a different way. And then, um, the yeah, old, the like, old nursing homes were calling at you, were they? Yeah, so. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so no, I just went down a different track for a bit, and then yeah, got uh, got into it when I was probably about twenty two. wasn't underground. I, I just worked in the camps, um, just like pouring beers and shit and driving the bus for the boys. But yep, yeah, and then done that for a couple of years, and then got a crack underground. Yeah, nice. So how'd you? Um, were you sort of? Did you sort of? Getting a few feelers around when you're when you're working at the camp, like saying, "Oh, how I'm keen to get underground." How how do and you someone sort of passed you passed your name on? How'd you actually get your start in underground? Um, so one of the sites that I did work at, Troy was already at, um, and pretty much every day I was like hounding the project manager, hounding the foreman, like because they all come up for beers, and I'm like, "Come on, you've got to have something. There's something." You, I know you're chasing people, like, give me a crack. Yep. So I pretty much hounded them for probably about eight months. Really? Then, that long? Bloody hell. Yeah. And then finally I caught wind that they needed a uh, yeah, nipper. They were looking for a nipper. And um, the foreman, rough old bastard, comes up and he goes, look, i got a nipper's job going. I'll give you a crack. Don't fuck me around. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, good's that? Oh, jeez, righto. And Troy gave me the rundown. He's like, look, I'm not going to help you at all. You fight your own battles. Like if it's, you know, you know, not fair or whatever, I'll step in. But he's like, as far as I'm concerned, you, you're your own person. I, when we go underground, I don't want nothing to do with you. And I'm like, righto, no well, worries. That's and that's the best way to do it because, yeah, and same thing. But that's the... That'd be the best for you too, because you don't want, you know, people get their back up thinking, you know, you're getting favourable treatment just because you, just because your husband's a jump operator or whatever or whatever role he was at the time. It's, uh, yep. it, you do see it a bit often, but yeah, the best ones are the ones that yeah, that play it exactly how you said. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because what was uh was Troy on the jump? How long would so you were with Troy before, um, well before you got into mining. I gather. Yeah, yep. Um, so, yeah, we've been together nearly nine years now. Um, he was in mining. He's been in mining for about 15 years. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, i just done a couple other things for the first couple of years we were together. And then, yeah, he was only oh, on a bogger, I think, when we first got together. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, he got, he got a crack at Osborne. He just started his jumbo. Up there. Yeah. yeah. Where's he at now? Uh, Cosmo, up in Northern Territory. Oh, right. Eh? Yep. Because I, when, I um, when I was I was trying to get on the jumbo, he I stayed in for two extra days, I think, because, uh, like, you know, just trying to – I just said, I'll just throw bolts or whatever. And uh, he, he probably doesn't didn't know me, but I went – one of those days, I think, when I was flying out, I went and threw, I threw bolts for him 
And it was in oh, like true. just shitty ground, gooeys and oh, bloody yuck, horrible, mate. horrible at Telfer. So I was, uh, he wasn't, oh. he wasn't having a great time with it. Not so I wasn't game to say, "Oh, do you mind giving me a go?" But so I just, I just sat there real quiet. He's like, "Right, up there. catch you later. Thanks for your help." I'm like, "Yep, I'll see you later, mate." I was like, "Shit, this is what I'm signing up for." Yeah. Oh. oh, classic. So, what, what was it like when you? Because you said it's surprising. You said it took eight eight months to get a start. What was the? Because uh, it's evolved a lot recently. But the whole, how do you think you were looked at it being a Sheila trying to get into underground? Not um, not as a truck driver specifically. You're like, I want to get in there and I want to I want to be a nipper. I want to be I want to be a worker. Um, I I I knew it was going to be a bit of a battle because I heard through the grapevine there was already people complaining um but we actually had a sheila on site as a solo operator um you probably know was shelly oh shelly newman yeah 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 so i thought well i mean it's achievable like she's already in a position um but then i in saying that too i heard a lot of nasty things said about her and i thought well geez, is this what I'm up against, you know? Like the only way people get to that position is because they've, you know, I won't say it, but. So, yeah. so, so <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you're about to say. Yeah, yeah. But that's the yeah. same. With, that's the same with blokes as well. That's what they, the, the, what do they say? The reason you got on the jumbo is because you had your head under the desk. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's it. Each, so, I think each site, a lot of sites are. A lot of sites are different, but like, it just depends. You, you can each site's got its own unique culture, especially for the way um, the way females are treated. I think, but um, oh, the, definitely, but yeah. I reckon. I reckon that you'd um, you'd take a keen Sheila any day because they're just you're you're out there to prove it. Like you're like, no, nah, I don't give a flying fuck if I've uh, got a front bum or not. Um. I'm gonna work harder than the blokes, like, and you just you just see it, and you were probably like that, I gather. Oh well, I found early on I had to work twice as hard because I didn't have the strength. Yeah. Um, so people used to say to me all the time, "Slow down." I'm like, "Well, I've got all this to do. I've got to do it faster because when I do actually get to the job, I can't do it quicker." because I'm not strong enough to do it quicker. So I'd always be in between jobs. I'd be running around flat stick. But, yeah, like I just I started to think there's got to be easier ways to do things. Well, I was about to ask, did you, did you find you, you, start, you, you, you worked a lot smarter than harder eventually? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was lucky enough to have a couple of blokes off service crew. Like um, they were just like – really nice, really caring people, um, took me aside and they're like, look, this is the easier way to do it. Like, we will show you the easiest way to do it. I don't think they really wanted to have a go either, so they found the <laughs> easiest way to do things. You just, so as, as, like, as Tucker says, just go find a fat guy and see how they do it. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you, do you notice, like, you would have noticed when you nipper and I noticed, like, if I – if I'm helping the nipper unload bolts somewhere and, you know, they're trying to wrestle six or seven split sets off the ute, I'll just carry two or three as, yep. and, and walk twice as fast. I ended up ended up doing the six in two goes quicker than they do the six in one go. Like go. it's uh, exactly. And it's because especially if you're on two and one or even two and two, if you're doing shit like that for two weeks straight, um, you got to be there for two weeks. You don't want to just have little short bursts for one or two days and then be completely fucked the next. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you see them like I'm. Oh, yeah. Like I've watched people do setups, and I'm like, oh, you have no idea. Like I showed a bloke the other day, like because I'm back to doing setups now that I'm doing jumbo training. Yeah. I'm like I pretty much near drive the the Ute to the face. Yeah. Like. As far like, as very can. close, <laughs> yeah, yep. just right on that last row where the door opens. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got my mesh set up like the way I want to just throw it against the wall, so it's already up the right way. It's just like boom, throw it against the wall, throw it against the wall, done. Yep, I will back out 
and back it back in and pretty much have it like a meter from where I want my bolts and it'll be just boom, 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 throw them off, get out of there, I'm out of here. Yeah, of me, I'm exactly the same. I watch them. I'm like they're they're walking because they same thing. They don't back the ute in once they take the bolts off, and they're they're walking all the way around. And I'm just exactly what you say. Just you, you wedge it right against the wall, and you literally and you get it close that you literally pull the bolts off. The bottom falls to the ground, and you just you stand pick, them against pick the it, wall. Stand it up like you're bloody yep. uh, tackling someone in a game of league, and it's uh <laughs> it's so so quick and easy. Oh, definitely. I just, yeah, I'm just thinking it takes you like two seconds to drive it out, turn it around, bring it back. Like, yeah. Why struggle? Like, if you've got to go do another four setups, oh, I fuck that. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, well, that, and because you'd be, you're doing, uh, you'd be working fast for a very different reason now. You would have been working fast before to, uh, you know, I've got all this work to do, blah, blah, blah. But now you're like, right, I'm working as fast as I can because as soon as I get this setup done, I'm back with the jumbo tr- trying to get my hands on those levers. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. What yeah. was uh, – when you you said early on you looked at um, Shelley on the solo, what was your – well, I guess your initial path you were looking at going down. Were you, did you think, oh – solo is achievable did you did you ever think in your wildest mind you'd be getting trained up on the jumbo um no i never thought jumbo like i through um my career i've thought about what's my next step that i want to get to um so when i first started it was charge up i want to get to charge up like if i've got to charge up i've made it you know yeah because you were charging for ages at telfer weren't you um no i didn't do too much at telfer um, probably my biggest gig charging was at Jundee. Ah, uh, yep, yep. Um, yep. Um, so I've done a fair bit of charging up there and then they gave me a crack on a bogger. Um, so I was like, oh, wow, you know, I've, I've made it to bogger now. Like, yep, I'm happy with that. And then, um, yeah, I was pregnant with the young fella, so. <laughs> That's it. Now, this is an interesting story in itself. I've been told. Oh. Um, there was a there was a bit of a there was a bit of an overlap between the pregnancy or the knowledge of the pregnancy and the boggin, wasn't there? Oh yeah. I, people say I don't even know how this happened, and to this day, I still don't even know how this happened. I've but... got a fair idea, and it probably involved Troy. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one freak night in Perth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we were talking about that yesterday with the, uh, you know, uh, we, we were talking about people, FIFO people struggling to fall pregnant sometimes because, you know, the ovulation cycle uh, may, may always, they might be ovulating when you're away all the time and people just can't get pregnant on FIFO. And like, but, yep. but in school, we were taught about up. Uh, you go in bareback once, they're pregnant. That's yeah, funny. exactly. <laughs> but that, it sounds like that's what happened to you. <laughs> oh, pretty much. Like, I d- well, the thing was, like, I was on two and one, he was on two and two. So, um, you know, we rarely saw each other. I always stayed in and done extras because he was always at work. So it was just, yeah, we might have met up once every six to seven weeks. Yeah. But anyway, um, I don't know, I didn't feel right. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go on break. I'll go to the doctors and see what's going on. And I pretty much was adamant I had cancer. I was like, yep, I'm, oh, I'm prepared for this. Yeah, <laughs> I've got cancer, right? So I've gone and done all these tests. and um, It was like two or three days. Anyway, they finally, like, sent me for an ultrasound. And old mate's like, oh, yep, right, I was. I found the problem. I'm like, oh, it's cancer, it's cancer, it's cancer. <laughs> anyway, he goes, yeah, you, you're five and a half months pregnant. And I just- Five and a half him. months? Yeah. I just, I cried. I was like, he looked at me, he goes, what's wrong? I said, I've got to fly back to WA in two days. And that's all I was thinking about. He's like, I've got to fly back to work. Like how, I've just got on the bogger. How am I going to tell, like, my employer that I'm like, halfway through a pregnancy when they're expecting me to do like a three-week stint. I'm like, what? A, oh, my God. Anyway. Holy shit. Five, I, when Posse told me, I didn't know it was five and a half months. Holy shit. How, did yeah. you not notice you were uh, uh, fat, like getting fat? 
No. Or you well, thought you were just was, bloated? I was still charging. So, like, I wasn't – I've always had, like, a beer belly. And I thought, oh, you know, I'll just, just stiffen up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Get off these beers, Jesus Christ. But then I thought, geez, I'm hungry. I'm so hungry all the time. And now when I look back at it, there's like key points. Like, one, I was starving. Like, if I went to the crib room, I was just raiding the fridge. Like, people were like, my crib's gone missing. I'm like, oh, I'm so hungry. I'm just I'm sorry. I'll <laughs> it was the pregnant Sheila. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then I had a massive meltdown. I was doing a bit of production charging. I could not get the booster in the hole. Like, oh, my God. So I got down. I was just on the ground crying. Like, <laughs> why won't you go in the hole? Like, you meant to come up there. Just go in the hole. And then, yeah, I was like, what? And now I look back and I'm like, yeah, it was just hormones. Yeah, you sound, you, you sound like my missus if she was um, up at work at the moment. Oh, she's been pretty good this pregnancy. The last one, I think she had a few meltdowns. But um, <laughs> oh my god, that is unbelievable. That is good. I've got to, I've got to, I've got to save this snippet of the last three minutes. This is just going to be mining Hall of Fame. This story. Oh my god, yeah. But it, well, the funny thing was they they let me go underground again. Like I, I told Keith, I said, "Oh, Keith, you know, I've got a drama," and he goes, "Oh, what you?" Someone's poached you. You're going somewhere else, aren't you? I said, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm nearly six months pregnant. He's just looked at me and he goes, oh, all oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you've, well, you've been down there that long. Another month wouldn't hurt. No, well, I think I've done another, oh, two swings underground maybe or not. I might have done three weaker. But they put me on a bogger. They're like, oh, look, we've got to keep you away from the emulsion and that, so yep. they put me put me on the bogger full time. Then, and then I think I'd done a swing in the office, and then um, yeah, the, the company that flew us said no, we're not we're not willing to fly you. Yeah, so usually so, anything up to thirty. Once you're getting close to thirty weeks, they're going to shut you down. Usually, don't they? Yeah, yep. I said, oh well, you know, I'm not going to sit in the office for another two weeks. Like I'll um, I'll can it here. So pretty much anything an obstetrician says to anyone from now on about, um, you know, taking it easy while you're pregnant and the risks of, um, you know, ca- exposure to chemicals and everything are just nullified by your story. It's just you, you, oh. your proof that it's nearly all false, unfortunately, because oh. it sounds like the old oh, Gus is just uh, – Gus is going to be hard as coffin nails, the bloody uh, the fetus he's grown up in. Oh. He's rough as guts. Hey? I was <laughs> busting for him to, to come out because I'm like, oh, if this kid is normal, it is a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, he's going to have the immune system of a bloody absolute freak of nature, I reckon. Oh, he's, yeah, he's a, he's a rough nut. Like, he's, <laughs> he's rough as guts. Like, but, yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's a good kid. He's coming out completely normal considering – we had a couple of big shift changes and he was, <laughs> <laughs> was oh, covered in emulsion daily and oh, yep. still on the durries and yep. like it was just like, how how are you a normal child? Like obviously once I found out, like I cut all that crap out, but yep. to that point I thought, Jesus Christ, you were the luckiest kid. I'm the luckiest mum, honestly, like. Oh, but that's the thing. What would you do um, if you if you went for round two? It's like, well, you know what you can get away with, so you can probably still have a couple of a few wines every now and then. Oh, uh, oh, no more. One's enough. Like we weren't even planning for any. So oh, really? Yeah. No, not in the pipeline at all. Because I guess you wanted to get the career in mining going. It's uh, ch- children are a bit of a hindrance for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's worked. Oh, I mean, it's worked out well now, but. Yeah, like um, when I hit the bogger, I kind of was like, oh, well, I've got to make a decision. Am I going to have kids or am I going to stick with it? And I thought, nah, bugger it. I'll stick with it. And, yeah, it kind of worked out that I got the best of both worlds, really. Yeah, nice. Oh, I suppose yeah, like you could never... You could never plan something like this, but I assume you wouldn't. You wouldn't change anything for it now. It's uh, the way it's worked out. But uh, like looking at what you go through now, just the you know the week to week, the week to week routine. You you said you had to get in for FIFO and um, and 
you know, keeping Gus with the daycare and everything, you would have just, you would have planned that prior to having it. You're like, nah, no way, that sounds way too hard. But now you've just got no choice. Oh, I mean, it's it's easy now. Um, I mean, we've been doing it for nearly two years, so it is pretty pretty easy to do. Um, you just got to be organised. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. It, but it's it's so awesome that you're with the with an employer that's willing to like you know help help you out to make it possible for you that's um that's pretty bloody be a pretty rare thing to find it's uh that's very commendable hey there yeah there mate i lost you oh yeah cutting in and out a bit oh that's all right um no, very good, mate. That's that's a, just an absolutely amazing story. I'm just so so impressed by that. I just I can't wait till the missus hears that. She's uh, oh. she's gonna be like, uh, gonna be like, well, maybe I don't have anything to complain about. But I, I think oh. I think no matter what situation any parents in, whether you got one, two, three, five kids, or you're doing mix and fifo in with it, like whatever situation you got at the time, it's just it's hard no matter what. Like you just get used to how hard it is, I think. Yeah, uh, yep, definitely. There's no there's no no one's got it easier or harder than anyone else. It's just it's always a it's a big struggle for everyone, and uh, that your your ones are your ones an ab- absolute belter. That's uh, one for the ages. <laughs> very very impressed, mate. Hats off to everyone. There's, God, mate, you're gonna have you, this. Might be the episode that makes me go viral. I'm hoping. Oh, stop it! <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Because uh, how's um does Gus does he? I guess does he understand the whole what's going on at the moment like how i suppose he doesn't he just doesn't know any different like when when mum goes to work for 12 hours he's in daycare for seven days straight like he wouldn't even know any different i'll gather right um no like well he he knows like the week that we go over that it's it's a week that he goes to daycare and like he's daycare mum they pretty much treat him like like he's theirs really so it's basically like going to family for a week yeah um and they've got they've got a little farm and they've got a bigger farm out of town so i mean he loves it he goes out they've got animals they got motorbikes it's like he's got a a week of fun really like all the stuff that he doesn't have at home he, he gets over there um and like he understands when we go to the airport that it's, you know, dad's gone now, he's on the plane, he's gone to work. He knows if one's not here, it's generally we're at work. Like he understands that, yeah, we're not here. So Yeah, but that's bloody yeah. – and like, look, God, hats off to Troy as well. Like what he what he does, um, you know, when you're at work for that week, taking, taking him for the whole week, like that's um, – that's a massive, massive ask of a father as well. Like it's, is uh, a both both doing equally an unreal job. Oh, bugger him! He's already got three other kids anyway, so he's used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, you can oh you can see why you bloody um why you got pregnant on that one night. He doesn't miss by the sounds. No, no. You'd bloody so. walk past him and you'd fall pregnant. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> how'd you how'd you go when you after you had Gus? went back to and you went back to mine did you did you feel did the pregnancy i guess sort of set you back in your progression a bit underground did you think climbing the ranks to where you wanted to to where you are now um it it did and it didn't um when i was at jundee and i told him like yeah i'm leaving i'm pregnant i had a couple of comments from the foreman's like oh you know we had you pinned for the jumbo but you know oh well you know you you'll never regret this kids are amazing da 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 i'm like oh you know that's a missed opportunity but um then when i come to pie bar with the young fella like i went down another path like they they ended up getting uh, my solo ticket so I'd done a bit of time on the solo so I thought oh you know like this has worked out well like I've gotten yep. further but then I, I don't know kind of shied away for that I thought oh, I've got the solo what's stopping me from going to the jumbo like the opportunity's there like so I just I thought bugger it I'll start hounding them for the jumbo yeah like, did, did you find going to the solo was 
made it even harder to get on the jumbo because once you're on the so it's hard you just you do see sometimes it's hard to transfer back over to development from production um yeah i think some people honestly i've found in my career some people have just pinned me for production like oh you've always done production charging you've always done stopes you've done this like oh you've the solo was the next progression and i was like well i didn't production doesn't interest me like yeah i don't mind sitting on the solo whatever it's a bit of an old man's job really but i wanted to go the way of development so it did make it a bit harder they're like oh but you're more suited for production i'm like well no not really like you just never really gave me a crack at development like um it did make it a little bit harder i just i'm I get a bit annoying. I just ask and ask and ask. And I'm like, well, why? Why not? Let me go. Let me have a crack. Come on. Give us a go. Yeah. And so yeah, I'll gather that's... your work speaks for yourself. They're like, you're like, when you say, I want a crack, it's, uh, yeah, you, you've developed a reputation. They know you're going to have a go. You're not just taking the piss. No. Well, it's not just like, oh, yeah, another ticket or whatever. Like, it's everything I do, I try to do really well. And, minimize breaking shit or damaging shit or fucking up basically like I try to do the job I try to do it really well and I've take pride in it and I hope that you know like that they seen that and they thought okay well jumbo is a very complex machine and it's it's a job that you have to be neat at um so you know we'll give her a crack at it yeah 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 so the jumbo, mate. How'd you? How long you been getting trained on it for? How long you had your hands on the levers for? Um, probably got the paperwork. Oh, maybe six, seven months ago. But have only had two full swings on it. So, oh, so you've had some? You had a, you've had swings by yourself, or no, no, not yet. It's just yeah, just just the old carrot dangling right in front of you. <sighs> That's it. Them ones. Yes. How's it? Uh, how's it going? How'd you? How pretty mind-boggling at the start. Oh, it's it's frustrating. Yeah. It is. It is so frustrating because you you watch a good operator and you watch how they move them booms and one like they're always moving. They're always going. You go, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. I'm watching him now. All right. I will get that one going and there get that. Diff- it doesn't happen. I end up all tangled up. Because <laughs> uh, the worst thing is when you watch you watch someone, you get all confident. You're like, oh, shit, yeah, beauty. I think I've got it figured out now. And you get on there and, uh, nah, it <laughs> uh, goes to shit. What, what's, uh, I guess, what's your, what's pissing you off about it the most? Like, what's uh, what's annoying you? Or, or what, how long's the list, probably, but, buddy. Um, I think the biggest thing... I'm having dramas with at the moment is like not knowing the right way to have the boom. Like a couple of times I've gone to drill a hole and the jumbo ops are like, um, why have you got the boom that way? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. It just seems right. And he's like, no, here, put it this way. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, that's better. That's easier. Like I'm not in the other way of the other boom, you know, like it's, that's a better way to do it. Like it's just, I know what I want, but I'm not doing that with the levers. Like I'm not putting that where it should be. Like, yeah, my head knows what it wants to do, but my hands aren't catching up. Well, it's because it's I mean, some of the. So when you say like, oh, the way you're drilling the holes, how do you mean like your your knuckles all on the piss and you you're drilling it all on a bad orientation? Is that the sort of stuff you're talking about? Um, or like even just the way like um, yeah, what way it's sitting? Whether like would it be better to roll it over to drill the hole in trying to fight with it sitting more upwards? Like it, yeah, it's just yeah, it's angles like. Yeah, well, it's like um, yeah. I guess if you get used to the, it's it's knowing the 
Like, say if you're drilling in the right-hand wall, for instance. Like, if you're going right, your left boom has to be on top of the right and your left boom's rolled under. Like, that's the only, I guess, the only way to do it. And then yep. and then that, they just sort of roll over all the way to the left. So, when you're going left, your left boom's on the bottom and your right boom's on top rolled under. Because if you, if you swap them around, you, as you said, you get bogged and you can't get the other boom out. Yep. It's... Um, it's just like with, I guess, with your bolting, you just got to, you watch people do two steals, don't yep. do it. Don't just forget about two steals for the, till you, the, the best learning you can do is um, learning how to go one for one and keep the left boom drilling while you're putting the bolt in with the right boom and, and yep. know, knowing the sequence to be able to keep both booms moving because it is a, essentially as soon as you like to, you know, in, in hard ground and stuff, two steals is the go, like to, you know, drill it out and then bang the bolts in. But um, you know, in your soft ground, if you could if you can um if you can keep that left boom drilling while you're banging bolts in, it's just as quick, if not quicker, than two steals. Cause you yep. yeah, as soon as you park up one boom, you there's all your time gone. Like if you're yeah. two steals is um that's the thing with two steals when you're banging those bolts in. You 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 only got one boom doing the work going yeah yeah and that but it's um but it's more so like two steels is easy to drill everything out then you get the boom out of the road and you're just banging bolts in but you're not you're not learning how to um as you say to how to avoid getting tangled up and everything yeah I'll um I'll say I'll send you some I'll, I'll I'll do some bloody very unprofessional and shit pitches for you <laughs> about um about sequencing it because like essentially you just want to move you want to start on the right and roll over to the left and you just want to yep. have that and you all you do is just with that left boom you just sort of zoom out drill your first hole zoom out and then while you're putting your bolt in with the right you you drill them with the left one and you and then you just do this sort of zigzag pattern back and forth all the way around to the left and like if you do that you'll never you've always got the you can always put your bolt in with your right boom load your bolt while you're drilling the other hole and you never you never get it tangled I'll uh, yep. I'll send you a photo but it's um <coughs> it's uh it'd be good I want to get a bloody GoPro and like you know video it underground and just show it's just a. It's so it's so much easier to see it being done. Yep. But it's um that's how I was taught to do it, and it's um you know once you once you get in that rhythm, you just because as soon as you have to stop, find a hole, bloody hop off, just everything, you just lose your rhythm. But yeah. if you can yep. um, you'd be surprised once if that just if you can go, you can bang twenty bolts in in absolute no time. Yep. And it's uh, I it, found too like with that um it's easier to find the angle. Like if I'm drilling, I get my bolt on, I get my bolt up there, then I know the angle. Like I've got more chance of getting it in properly instead of trying to yep. replicate the angle again. And a lot a um, lot of it's yeah, and a lot of it's rig position as well. So yep. you it's where you park the rig. You want you want to be because if you're you know, your rig's right over to one side in a big drive, you're gonna be reaching far to the left. If you if you're too far back you're for the front hole, you got to zoom right out and bloody put a bit of angle on it, and your your boom's all unstable. Like the the simplest way I've found is like if you do, you usually you can only put two rows of bolts in, sometimes yep. three, depending on the spacing. But the easiest way is to position your rig. You just want to be in the middle of the drive. You want your knuckle, your you tram around fully zoomed in and yep. you want you want your knuckle lined up with your first row of bolts and then so that first row of bolts have you so pretty much once that knuckle's straight just don't touch it don't even yep. don't even think about touching it just leave it straight because when it's straight if both knuckles are straight you know they're perfectly aligned and and yep. when your knuckles straight your booms in the most stable position as well it doesn't flop around as much so yep. keep both those knuckles straight that first row of bolts bloody drill with your zoom tube fully zoomed in and then your second row of bolts drill with your zoom tube fully zoomed out so even if you have drilled a hole um and you've lost the angle or whatever you know that both your knuckles are straight you know your zoom tubes are perfect either zoomed in or zoomed out 
and you've marked your mesh, you go through the hole, I guarantee you'll hit it every time. Now yep. you're all pretty close if you, unless your mesh hasn't moved. But if your mesh hasn't moved and you keep everything exactly the same like that, you'll you'll hit it bloody eight times out of ten easily. It's yep. um that's the easiest because even when you're lining it up by eye from the from the cab, you could you if you go out there, you could be out by bloody out at the bottom or the top of the rail because your zooms are all different. But if you can keep yep. there, just have a have a crack at that. It's um. It's it's the easiest way to do it, I found. It's just simple because then you don't have to remember where your zoom tube is. You don't have to flick your knuckle around. And, uh, yeah, that's the that's the easiest way I've found. Yep. It's, uh, I'll have to have a crack at it. Yeah, yeah. But it's um, – because what, what bolts, and, bolts and shit are you doing? Is it uh, just splitties oh, and mesh where you are or a bit of everything? Yeah, yep. Yeah, easy. So, yeah, nothing hard. Yeah, well, because you'd be surprised, like some of the, like say if you went to Gooey's, like Gooey's are they're a pain in the ass because they're, um, you know, you got to put the glues in. It takes two rounds and everything, but they're the easiest bolt to put in because you just because you're spinning them, they're so yep. easy to find the hole. Yep. Whereas, um, and they sort of make you a bit lazy because then when you go back to split sets in, you know, in Virgin Rock and you can't. You can't see the holes. You've got to really make sure your technique's right, like I was, yeah. I was saying, because you can think you're in the hole, you hit percussion, you bend the end of the bolt, you've got to change the bolt, and you're just you're losing so much time by fucking around like that. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Uh, how's the uh, – How's the? have you done much boring at all? Um, yeah, done a little bit. Um, yeah. Uh, when I first started, it was mostly <clears throat> the decline, so that's a bit of a – head fuck to start with but um yeah, well that's the i guess yeah. that's your hardest your hardest one because you especially when you turn and you got you got so many dimensions to think of you're thinking about your turn you're thinking about the angles of your lifters and what you're doing at the bottom there there's a bit going on in the old decline oh definitely um i'm pretty lucky i've got like a really really good jumbo up training me so he He'll pull up and he'll explain, or you know, like I've pulled that in inside the line, you know, for this reason, but I'm gonna hook it out a bit more because you know this or that. Like, yeah, he's he's really good with stuff like that. Like he's he'll stop and explain instead of just drilling and going, no, no, that's no, that's no good. He'll yeah. explain why this is why we're doing it like this, you know, like. Well, it's just yeah. it's all about understanding what you any change you make at the. At the collar, you gotta yep. you gotta correct it so the the back of the hole ends up in the same spot. Same spot, yep. Yeah, and because you really gotta, you'd be surprised. Like you know, if you you just move in, if you move in a hundred, move the collar in a hundred mil, you've got to move the back of the steel out two hundred mil to get to the same part same. of the back of the hole. Yep. But it's not. To, it, that's 200 mil at the coupling so that's like at the back of your rail like the back of the cotton reel that's like even you know three or 400 mil like when you actually move it around so it's uh because you can you you notice when you're like you know you want to hook it out a little bit to make up for bringing it in but it, it still doesn't go out enough you really got to fucking over exaggerate it sometimes to yep yeah because trust me you only get remembered for the ones that are where you can't fit the boom in no one ever says oh there was too much room in that head and i was uh i fucking hated that no one <laughs> says no one cares about that but when they can't fit the booms in that's when they're bloody complaining so yeah well that's one good thing is explained to me is like honestly if you're gonna hook it out over exaggerate it um, because I'd rather come into wider than tighter. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, no, fair enough. Like, yeah. And then, then you, you can... got to come back and strip and shit, and it's just a pain in the ass. Oh, and same on your backs as well, because you you notice when you're boring your backs, you bloody you try and do it all perfect, and then your your drifters hitting the top of the mesh, and then your your holes are diving down, and you can't fit the. It's yeah, same thing. Just giving yourself that. You know, you bring it down a hundred mil, hook it right up, and you gain you because you want to carry a hundred, two hundred mil around your perimeter the whole yep. way through your drive, just to you know fit your drifters in. Especially yep. once you shot crate and you put fifty mil of shot crate, a lump here and a lump there, and bloody it um 
before you know it, you're inside that's bloody tighter than the profile. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice. Wait, so when are you? When's the when's the full time gig coming? Are you just waiting in line at the moment? Um, <clears throat> I think so. Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what their intentions are for me, but I'm basically the all rounder of the crew at the moment. So, um, yeah. Like, just concentrate on, you know, getting there and getting the ticket and, yeah, you know, when I am let loose by myself, you know, I, I can do a good job and do it neat and do it in a reasonable amount of time, you know, instead of taking a whole day to bowl a heading. Oh, well, mate, you wait. You think you're stressed now when someone's <laughs> next to you. You wait till you're bloody there by yourself and you've got to uh, even just – it's just the simplest things. You're like, I can't even get the fucking rig from the jumbo box to the heading properly. Like, it's just <laughs> like I can't, I can't even get in there. Like, I'm just – even just backing out of some of the drives is um, things you just watch the – watch everyone do that you just take for granted you're like fuck i can't even reverse out of the head it's uh, <laughs> and they're the things that start really it's it's everything it's just the it's it's the hardest thing i've ever learned in my life and nothing will ever top it it's um but yeah it, it, it's a good it takes a good couple of years just to even just to even get sort of fluent like fluent enough to be sort of be semi-consistent to be able to you know bowled ahead and in a normal time but then it just fuck i'm just uh, now just i get less confident every swing i'll go back because you just realize (laughs) how much more you've got to learn yep yeah so yeah not trying to um yeah trying to sound make it sound too daunting but yeah have fun mate i'm looking forward to hear the uh hear when you actually get on it by yourself it's um oh yeah are you getting much tutoring off troy or is he bloody sick of tell sick of telling you shit um, no, he, he he's pretty good. Um, I actually brought a couple of memos home just asking him about markups and stuff and, you know, we sit here and talk shit and we have a couple of beers and he'll tell me his little things, you know, like this is what I struggled with and, you know, watch for this. And But... Um, I love, so, date, so date night it pretty much involves uh, just talking about jumbos. Me and the missus yesterday were like, what are we going to talk about? We can't talk about kids. What are we going to talk about? But you would be just talking about jumbos then. Oh, we, it's, there's a cutoff point though. So you got, you got a couple of days after you come home where you can talk work. Yeah. And then after that, it's like, no, no, no work to be talked. Like, (laughs) that's it. So, yeah, it's just yeah we leave it at that because otherwise there, there's been some heated arguments about mining. So yep, <laughs> we we just leave it alone sometimes. Oh, you don't want to get both get full of piss and be like, I'm fucking better than you at charge up, oh, buddy. <laughs> oh well, it's already started now because the jumbo I'm on is bigger than his jumbo, and he's like, oh yeah, well. You won't have that problem anyway because, you know, oh, well, your jumbo's bigger than mine anyway, right? <laughs> I was just like, oh, God. He's dropping the lip already. Oh, oh. classic. Oh, mate, well, Eddie, it was funny because I think was it you? I think, I think you asked me a question about turning and stuff and I was, I was walking out from bloody um, – I, I nicked, a, nicked one of the memos from work as well. I think I bloody, you know – Took a photo, scribbled all over it, and everyone's like, "What the fuck are you taking that home with you for?" I'd be like, "Oh, don't worry, you won't understand." <laughs> 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 oh, nice, mate. Last thing I want to ask you about, because yep. um, you, you've been, uh, I guess you've been. Well, I'm, I'm sure you're not the only one that's doing what you're doing with um, the family FIFO combo, but um, I'll get you. You'd be one of the one of the very few, one of the one of the pioneers with the way you're bloody balancing this, and just mate, hats off, hats off to you. But what is there anything you want to sort of see come into the industry, or even some standards that will help people like yourself that want to that don't want kids to, I guess, stop their underground journey. Um, it's hard because. <clears throat> Oh, it, it's not so much <clears throat> the mining side of it. It's more uh, the daycare side of it. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, like it costs a mint to put him into care. Um, and in saying that, like not all people are willing to look after a child from like four in the morning till seven at night and weekends, you know, like. Yeah. Um, it'd be more like for the childcare side of it. Like I'm not, I never ever expected, you know, Pye Bar to come to the table and pay childcare or anything. That's that's my responsibility. Um, and I'm lucky. They're, they're pretty understanding. Like they know that if something's going on, like I'm out of there, I told them, you know, if I get a call from my daycare mum, I'm gone. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, no, we completely understand that, you know. Yep, no worries. Um, yeah, I'd probably just a bit more understanding, you know, a bit, bit more family friendly really. Like make it – they made it really easy for me to return to mining. Yeah. Um, like they – well, when I first went back, I only done day shift. Oh, okay, um, right, yep, yep. And then, you know, then it come to the point where they wanted me to go on crew and I'd done a lot of shuffling, which, I mean, it, it's worked out now, but, you know, they took their time. I said, you know, it's not going to be overnight. Like, it's going to take a lot to shuffle. Yep, no, no worries. You do what you got to do. Um, so there are still good people out there that, you know, do understand in that. So probably just, yeah. It's uh, No, hairy. that's... Hats, hats off to them. Nah, good on them. Sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, God, it'd be interesting to see if, um, I suppose it'd be, because you'd need, you'd need a lot of people wanting to do it. But I suppose there's a lot of people in tech services that would um, want to do the same thing. Like uh, whether you'd have, uh, you'd end up on a FIFO camp actually having a crash. Like, um, you know, oh, the, that'd the, be brilliant. Yeah. Have like a camp, camp people that you could, um, you pretty much have on site daycare where, you know, they, yep. Mining companies employ babysitters to look after yep. kids while um the women are on day shift because there'd be so there's so many tech services people that um FIFO people that have to give it away for for kids. Um, oh, it would be brilliant if if FIFO could do that. I would go back FIFO. Like FIFO is a million times better than drive in and out. Yeah, it's just easier. You know, like you said, you're not worrying about washing and feeding yourself and that it's there it's yeah. ready to go and make it easier for looking after kids as well because be like come on in the mess we're going for a feed yeah oh yeah. That, that'd be probably the easiest week or like, easiest week of having the kids you wouldn't want to go home because you're getting all the food cooked yeah, for you exactly. you're getting the babysitter all day and you'd come home and um their ass has changed and you're fucking good to go. I'm oh, bloody, brilliant. You'd probably just live up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just move there. There you go. We, yeah. all, we always, come, always come up with some little good scheme out of this. Oh, That'd be uh, – I've we'll, thought of it. I honestly have. I've thought of it and I'm like, it's just – yeah, it's like, oh, no one will do that. I don't know. Maybe might well, be an idea to start. Yeah, I don't know because, well, it's definitely – a. Look, it's because they're talking about how many, just how how many people um, they're going to need for the industry going forward. Just how with uh, everything booming off its tits, and um, it's like how do you get more people in the industry? But it's it's how do you retain more people? And a lot of the people that you lose out of the industry are people wanting to have kids as well. Yep. So if you can um, make it possible for them to stay in or come back earlier yep. into their same role. Um, why not? Bloody gold, gold price has gone up. Bloody four hundred bucks an ounce. Put that money into fucking childcare creches on site. Oh, bloody it'd be tired asses. Yeah. <laughs> but at least it's, oh, it's going to the big bonuses for the corporate folks. So, oh, exactly. Uh, no, awesome, mate. Well, mate, I've had an absolute ball. I'm going. And thanks so much for um juggling everything to to make it happen this morning. Uh, no, all good. Thank you. And me bloody fucking tech. Uh, sorry for me technology glitch early on. But um, uh, as I said, good. I've got fucking cords and shit going everywhere this, <laughs> for this workaround to get this uh, phone thing recorded. But, but it, uh, it's uh, it's all happened. And, uh, mate, hats off to you. So bloody, yeah, just 
Fucking when you when you're feeling when you're feeling down and absolutely flogged out about everything you do, know that the whole fucking mining community's behind you. You're like a fucking hero, mother of the industry. Oh, stop it! <laughs> Give me a big head. Oh, you're right. Oh, you may as well. No one else is going to do it for you, mate. So, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Right, Lorette. Thanks, mate. And we'll uh, we'll shut it down there. We'll let you get back to um get back to parenting. Oh, thank you. Uh, good on you, mate. Cheers. All right. Cheers, Matty. Unreal story, Loretta, and thanks for juggling the life to make the convo happen. Good idea about the creche on FIFO sites too, I reckon. They even give babysitters a chance to do FIFO. Not bad, I'll say. Right. Stay safe out there, everyone. Don't forget about the Life of Mine Christmas party and the Tagged Off project. See Facebook for all the relevant info. Catch us later.